I am recording, recording a pod. I'm Luke Summerhays. I'm James J. Moyles. I'm James the Jazz of Short. And you're listening to Monster Mash. No muss, because the Jazz and Must Beef has gotten so intense, we've had to separate them into two different podcasts. <laughs> it was getting this kind of ugly. Come up. <laughs> <laughs> well, on this week's episode, we're back. And we're going to hear to talk about... Uh, <laughs> Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. That's why we're back, after all. Hunter Rise Sunbreak expansion for Monster Hunter Rise, brackets MHR or MH Rise, is a full feature paid DLC release on Nintendo Switch and PC June 30th, 2022. MH Rise Sunbreak includes an all-new storyline with more new monsters in addition to new locales, gameplay elements, quest rank and more. The expansion is sizable, adding 19 large monsters and new quest types as well as new mechanics. Master rank content, which also extends to quests and available equipment, Nope, um, that was not meant to be. <laughs> I was waiting for us to go off the rails. There. <laughs> 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 like, the entire fucking wiki. Page one. PC <laughs> DLC for other content updates, including free events and collaborations. Starts going HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash. I wouldn't put it past them. I can read out the URL for the page if people want it. No, I think we're okay. Yeah, but we've all been playing Monster Hunter Rise this whole time, right? Uh... <laughs> only, only me. If it wasn't... <laughs> uh, I will say, if it wasn't for the podcast, which, to be fair, as you've probably seen in your feeds, we haven't done or recorded any episodes in quite some time, uh, but if it wasn't for the podcast, I don't know how much I would have played Rise past launch. Um, for all its... You know, for all our misgivings we've had in the past with things like World... And, and the whole games as a service sort of aspect they did for post-launch updates, there at least was sizable post-launch updates, whereas with Rise, we got a couple of big content drops, but mm-hmm. a lot of it was collaboration event crossovers and things like that that wasn't really enough to entice me back. I think it was just because they were going for a different approach, though, right? quite a similar cadence to World, right? I didn't feel it was dramatically different to World. No, I think it was. As far as the key things that actually dropped, but... I think the way that they were rolling it out was different, because, like... Like, it was 
content con- content for base rise was like kind of chopped because obviously COVID like hit and they had to like delay portions of the game. That's why you know I had like event quests yeah. right away, and it was just like a mess. They were never trying to go for a like pseudo game as a game as a service type thing or rise at all. Which mm. world was? I just I thought the, actual, the the cadence yeah, that it dropped so. out felt reasonably similar, but I mean, yeah, maybe it felt more like it because of the way it ended up releasing. Mm. But, but yeah. yeah, I think the difference is when World was dropping updates like later on, they were still adding new monsters, whereas Rise yeah, would they, add they new did, quests, but it would did, basically well, be yeah. new monsters. So Valstrax was new, a new monster that was late, right? And you know, you had the final. Yeah, but that's what I'm trying to get at. Like they were meant to kind of, they would have been, they would have been there, but they had to separate out into like title update patches. Yeah, yeah. but they weren't there. Is the point, right? Like that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, if you, the event quest would have been there, there but the general the quests for those elder dragons that they added post, like launch. Yeah, but we can't judge it by what wasn't there at launch. It, it wasn't there at launch. Yeah, I know. So. I'm not judging it by that. I'm just saying that it's. It would have been if there wasn't like the whole fucking pandemic thing. Then, well, we can't know. It can probably we? would have been there. No. I don't think I'm like ninety nine percent sure it would have been. But like, I think we said this quite a few times in the podcast. Mm. It's like what? How much of it is the game, and how much of it is just that we're not in the position where we would do that anymore? Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, I think I, I, on a gameplay level, and I've said as much on our Rise episodes. I do think from a gameplay standpoint I've got the most into Rise like I really do enjoy the wire bugs the hunts feel zippier than world as a result some of the moves some of the weapons are the best they have ever been like Greatsword is just immense with the the, the mobility upgrades it's been given um, but like you said Luke we're not all uh, <clears throat> in a position to play maybe nearly every night every week that we used to when Generations came out, um, and even World to that aspect. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't there for World, but I think you guys are playing it much. It's funny you're talking about the combat, Jay, because I although Rise's combat is really fun, I kind of think it's gone too far. You think? I just in that, like, I don't really feel scared of any monsters in this game. Mm. We've had the discussion could... before, right? Like, I don't think it's necessarily the combat itself as much as just our competence more than anything. Else, it's, so. it's it's yeah, column A and column yeah. B. I wouldn't say it's really different from the same back in generations. Pretty much, like it was rare. I felt really intimidated. Yeah, it's because like it's the same sort of kind of aspect, game. right? Like generations has its whole styles and hunter arts. Mm. Like, those are always compared to like wire bugs and silver wing attacks because basically it was the same. I guess yeah. Generation, I'm comparing so it, it to. I'm comparing it to World, where like yeah. when you got to a tough monster, it really felt like a slog sometimes, in a good way. But that's, it, that's what I'm saying. I, I say since generations, for me, I've not felt that same mm. level of imposingness. But like, I felt it back in four. I haven't felt it since because I feel like I've okay. kind of just adjusted to it. Like I, obviously, for me, I'm not taking into account wire bugs and arts and all that shit because you know it's not been my um, main focus by any means so oh, yeah, I, I, no. I, I don't remember I don't remember anything in world feeling like oh shit this is impossible or hard or you know I just kind of a part uh, of it in world is that I was an idiot who tried to do everything solo so <laughs> well I played through I think... most of the game solo I think like because it was mm. better but you could it was like the main story aspect of, of that, regard, of but, yeah. that game was adjusted for that anyway 
Yeah. One thing I think as well, Andy, that's important to that we do recognise is that we have only played up to high rank until Sunbreak now. And I mm. do feel you know, G rank and master rank is probably better adjusted to where our level of skill is at in terms of oh, you know monsters sure. hitting yeah, yeah, like yeah. trucks and so on. And and I think a lot of players will be like that. You know, a lot of people that have come even from world probably found and I think that was a common criticism levied levied out uh, rise as a whole was that it was too easy mm-hmm. but for newcomers probably perfect I mean we, we've had newcomers on the cast before we're guys on the fo- that we've chatted to on the forum that we're all on um, that have said that they got on well with the level of difficulty that the game presented and in fact it was balanced well enough that a lot of them probably finished the game whereas if they maybe got a port of world for example they might not have reached that far and I think that's a good thing for the series as a whole yeah, makes sense. But my, I think I I don't know. I really like Rise. Please don't get me wrong. I'm just saying, if we do get you know Monster Hunter Six on PS Five or whatever, I don't want it to be zipping ass around on wire yeah. bugs and doing. I think they will like they'll definitely do something different. They always do. Like they always like set up like mm. a theme for each game now, and it's like, and they never seem to generally kind of even though I just compare the wire bugs and stuff like that to like Hunter Hunter and styles, they generally don't try and copy what a previous game done as part of his like theme first person shooter <laughs> yeah I want it um, I want to play as a US marine who's actually been transported to the monster in the world <laughs> that's the dream still not seeing that by the way still not yeah, seeing same. that <laughs> I, I yeah, can watch we, it for free now and I'm still not fucking arsed about watching it when we get through the Rise Monsters, I'll finally make you fuckers watch it. Sorry, Sunbreak yeah. Monsters. <laughs> That's fair. Speaking of Sunbreak... Yes, new content, boys. New content. That... That is the correct term, but I hate calling stuff content. <laughs> it's like when people talk about wanting IPs <laughs> like fuck yeah, off so that is definitely bollocks <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wouldn't I would fucking say that but I mean I'm not, I'm not gonna go new monsters move sets and more boys tell a lie I think if you want something brand new I guess saying you want a new IP is the most efficient way of saying that but yeah, yeah. I'm still gonna call you an arse for saying it like that though <laughs> How would you say you want a brand new series that's never been delved into before? What you just said! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you just said. Right, hey, yeah, so you can say eight fucking words. I want a new series. Two. You could just say that. I want a brand new game. Like something nah, different. A new series is dangerous. Yeah, I'd, I'd like something that's never been done before. series of the same game, you know. It's, uh... Nah. And I think Sunbreak like, does that. Like, even like, Rice does that. It's like part of like the whole Monster Hunter series it always they always aim to do something different like they never they never seem to be happy yeah, about that's it. Like just so I wouldn't want to say I want thing. a brand new series and then get a fucking Monster Hunter game I'd be like no I've already fucking <laughs> you're like I want a brand new series and they give you the Lost Planet 3 <laughs> I will say like the I suppose quote unquote gimmick for Sunbreak which is the Switch skills, that seems to be the big thing for this game. 
I don't think it's been as big a deal for me at least so far and to be fair we are only very much in the very early stages yeah. of the game but it hasn't been a big as, a bit, as big a deal as the clutch claw was and I think that's probably for the best because I do feel I, I think it is in part that it's too early though right yeah it's too early like yeah. going yeah. off what I've played like in the enough you need more wire bug skills yeah. and we just for don't, what, like, we, don't what I've seen like in the demo for one in each slot what I've seen like early game and Sunbreak itself plus what I played in the demo like it's it's there's going to be more stuff for you to play about with and it's just basically you can tune it each weapon to the perfect style you want to play in and like I've seen while we're playing like the last couple of days is it's not going to be perfect for every single weapon you're not going to be swapping like on a great sword for example you might not want to swap your, your red scroll, scroll moves to your blue scroll moves like constantly but something like a lance like it fits in to your combo structure like really really well so it's just going to vary it's just, it's just going to vary weapon to weapon like what you're going to be using silk bind wise I think the point I was more trying to make there is that the, I felt the clutch claw, even from the very early stages of the game, you could tell it, that was dominating every hunt, like trying to get your, mm. you know, wall, wall bands and the monster. And, but that's and, because there's And no everybody hated it, like a lot of people fucking game, hated it because of that. Yeah, like, it that disrupted just, the flow of the hunt. That's a, a very disruptive, whereas the switch skills. They don't feel like they are... Yes, they'll be useful. Yes, it'll be fun to play around with them there, but it's not entirely disruptive to the flow of what works, which is just a classic bashing a monster with a big sword. But yeah, the, um, the clutch claw was a new thing, whereas the switch skill is just you've got more options for the silk binds you already had. Yeah. And you uh, do have about? enough to really take advantage of mm. it. I think that's really key. I think we can't... Yeah, until we actually have yeah, like, totally. different sets of skills, like yeah, because the ones they give you, the ones we've only very got, accustomed to the ones I've yeah, got. Because so. the ones we've only got unlocked now, just like they're not wire, they're not basic like wire bug moves. Like you don't cost; it doesn't cost like a wire bug move to use it. It just it changes your weapon's core move set. Hmm. Like, I've got enough like for two different sets though on every weapon, like from the skills you've unlocked during. Yeah. Base game rounds. Yeah. There's definitely one that I've I haven't got too old, but maybe that's something I've missed somehow. It's, I think it's just getting into use. It's just getting used to the flow of when you actually need to be swapping. Like the weapon I've used the most, like is the lance, and like just the way that flows together, like and the way I'm timing from like normal anchor rage, like counter pokes, to then like a down a monster, and then I swap over to the blue scroll and do the spiral thrust when it's on the ground. I'll swap into like two different like core moves that you would be able to use like otherwise in the base game, and it just way it, when it all kind of comes together, it just flows like really well. And that's what I was getting on before that maybe not all weapons will be like that. You might just want to stick to its core, like move set, like what I'm doing with the great sword. Time will tell. Yeah. Time will tell. Indeed. So it looked like you guys were playing quite a lot for what was me overnight and for you was the day. And I can see you're all on Master Rank 2. How much have you all played? Uh, about half of Master Rank 2. <laughs> okay. Maybe like 5 to 10 hours so far. Uh, yeah, is that a lot of monsters? 
I good. wouldn't say so in terms of like new monsters. Not really. Not nothing. Nothing only, new. Nothing I've only brand new, as new monster there, so far. But like one one returner and one what subspecies that's yes. new. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But other than that, we've not really fought any big new boys or anything you'd be overly overly excited about, shall we say? Um, mm. I know of some things that are to come from. One of the trailers I've seen, which I'm very excited about, but um, we'll get to that, I'm sure, on a later cast. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm keen to see what the new guys are going to be like, because really, obviously, that's that's what we come to for Monster Hunter games, right? That like we want to see yeah. the new monsters and and see what they teach you what they can do. Yeah, with the way it's going now, and like in the early game, like it's really liking like the way the monsters are like, you know. A lot, like a lot quicker, like more dynamic, like just the new moves that they've given them. Like it's really just kind of turns it up a notch. Yeah, I mean, Andy was saying the whole time we were playing through just high rank, like, yeah, but it's it's not real until we're doing master rank. Well, I think he would usually call it G rank, but yeah, we all do because that's just what we're used to. Never gonna say master. Still hard habit to break. Yep. I would like it much more if Darth Vader called the Emperor G. <laughs> <laughs> what is thy bidding, G? The OG Sith Lords. When we last met, I was the pupil. Now I am the G. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I do think... Um, well, we because we, we did. If I remember rightly, we did a sunbreak hype episode, or did we just no, we never did. We it? kept talking about it. We I think we right. chucked some stuff in in like monsters we were doing around the time. Yeah, I I do enjoy the fact that I don't know if we had said this explicitly on the podcast, but the name of the podcast feels like it's finally come to fruition with the kind of um, classic movie monsters inspiration from the. The big three lads that have been hyped up. Yeah. Well, the yeah. first trailer, it seemed like it was going to go real gothic and Castlevania-y. Yeah. But um, when I saw that third one, is kind of a golem. I think it's more of like a Dragon Quest thing than a Castlevania thing. Do you think? I, I saw well, it more as a... He could be like a Frankenstein, I guess. Yeah, he is a Frankenstein. Uh, like a fr- Frankenstein's monster, okay. rather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I'm hoping we can lean into that, and then when it's time to drag this podcast out, we can just do an episode on Dracula, an episode on Frankenstein, and an episode on the Wolfman. <laughs> and on this week's episode, we're hunting the creature from the Black Lagoon. I mean, you joke. You're describing my dream podcast. <laughs> like, I've got my sci-fi movies one, but I can't talk him into doing a monster movie with me every week. Yeah, that might definitely the three lord like monsters are, are based on. Yeah, sure. yeah, absolutely. The universal absolutely. monsters. Yeah, that's it. See, I'm very keen to actually chat about those new lads when that comes around. But, yeah, 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 that stuff's always fun. When there's when there's like all... a big inspiration and we can get really into it and shit. Um, but on the one hand, like it is cool, but I, me being fucking me. I did love the mega Japan vibes of Rise. Yeah. 
and it's you know now i'm hanging out in a village and there's not like cherry trees everywhere and stuff it's not quite as much my cup of tea but it would be cool to talk about some different monster origins rather than here's a yokai none of us can pronounce and here's another yokai none of us can pronounce (laughs) (laughs) even though i've been rehearsing it all week i'm still going to flub it on the day well, it'd be interesting, like once those like those monsters return, like with their like respective like subspecies, or at least mm. out of the ones we know of, like so far. If there's any other on the next ones, it's definitely well, they're talking like, about European vibe to like the yeah, even even like the zone itself, like the base, like the kind of old castles and the the very much the kind of regal, almost like court uniforms that some of, like the officers yeah. are wearing in the in the area. Well, yeah, Ron Dean had been hanging around the whole time, sort of hinting that there was this kingdom. Yeah, of course. So I guess I should have seen it coming, right? People, were people not speculating that it might have been like Dundorma she was from originally? Was that not kind of like what we're maybe saying? I'm sure someone did. Mm -hmm. I think it's part of like the people like kind of try and like map out like the whole like world map of the Monster Hunter like universe and like try to pinpoint where like Kanura is in relation to. Like Ilgado now, and what were the other? Whereas the I don't think, I don't think Capcom has thought about that. Yep. I think they treat each game as pretty. It's just, it's people were like just kind of taking that from like the art books that get released, and like they show like a kind of rough drawing concept, like of what the overall like world would be, and like people just embellish it and add to it. Yeah, I mean, that's what this speculate. whole podcast yeah. is, so I can't yeah, really judge that, it. Yeah, it's fine. Like, there's nothing, nothing <laughs> wrong with it. It's pretty cool. You, like, speculate on stuff like that. I mean, I've got I've got the Rise Art book, but it's still in its cellophane. I'd like to see them do something about that in future, like, kind of, like, expand upon the world. Because I remember, like, For You, one of my favourite bits of For You was the fact that you were going about the world, like, moving from village to village with the caravan. Mm-hmm. Like, exploring yeah. the local area nearby there. It felt like more of a journey in that respect and it became yeah it would be fun to have another one with that feeling that they've built up over the years rather than just having one sort of overall hub area and then lots of other zones that you've traveled to from the hub area um although i guess not that i proclaim to well, be like, a developer well that's how like they're connected people the people that are speculating <laughs> on that stuff like the world map like they're kind of they're all just connecting the dot, dots from where are games like hub base is and then what maps you go to out of that so mm-hmm. you can go like this map is connected to this like region like Valhabar or like Lothlac places like that like they're going to be closer to the sandy plains I don't like think that. it's just a budget thing Jay I think they also they like to have that feeling of like here's your home that you come back to and you get to know home base yeah. this merchant yeah. and this um blacksmith and all that jazz I forgot the word blacksmith, and I was about. I was like, you know, metal metal hammer guy. <laughs> it's funny that you say that. Like they were like talking about like home base and stuff like that. There's people that have like wanted kind of a more kind of survival style element to Monster Hunter because like there's no nope. part. Of it. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know. I don't think it would like fully work properly. I don't either, want. But, I don't like, want like a bloody. I have to craft everything survival thing, but I would like one. Like, that goes back to a bit more of a Monster Hunter 1 vibe where everything's a bit more basic and, like, you're just barely surviving. Because mm. here, when we've got, like, these big elaborate cities, it doesn't feel like the hunter is, like, the last line of defense or whatever. 
but that's just an aesthetic thing. Yeah. You want that. You say you want that, but God, that'd be a ball ache to play, I'm sure. No, that's what I said. I don't want a one where, the, where it's a gameplay right. thing. I just want the the vibe. It would depend how they do yeah. it. Like, I think it, it could work, but like for a lot of people, like what they want from us is like, it's different for everybody. And yep. like, kind of to kind of go that far sideways with a survival style like element would like I could dis- imagine would it being probably a... disappoint a lot of people and like split the fan base more than, than you, most people would. Think. You know how in World, like that first playthrough of just the campaign, is like mm. some of the best Monster Hunter that's ever been, but then it didn't quite feel as good once you got into the multiplayer and everything. That would be the ultimate version of that. I can imagine playing through once. This like real survivally borderline Dark Souls Monster Hunter would be amazing, but then I wouldn't have that relationship that I have with other Monster Hunter games after the fact. Yeah, it'd be one and done. So, um, going back to Sunbreak, do you want to talk about your very, very, very early impressions, Andy? Is Andy dead? We lost him. Is he fell asleep? I was eating some churros. Um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, my early impressions. <laughs> I was eating some churros. Excellent. <laughs> Look, Alita decided she wanted some dessert. I was like, yeah. And then um, you guys were talking about something I had literally nothing to say on. Um, so, yes. Um, yeah, I went, yeah, so when I started it up, I was a bit disappointed because, well, I wasn't disappointed. I was... Uh, Frustrated. Frustrated. No, I was confused at confused. first. Like, I went in, they were like, oh, go go have a chat to this lad. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I'll go fight this Hermitor. And I was fighting the Hermitor. And then I was fighting the Hermitor. And then I was fighting the Hermitor. And then I was fighting the Hermitor. And I was like, oh, oh this is taking a long time, isn't it? Um, so that was annoying. But I thought, oh, okay, fine. It's my first Master, master Rank Hunt. I'm sure it's a particularly lengthy one. Um... So I, I fired up the next one and I was like, okay, well, the village is telling me to do this quest. So I went and fought a cooler. And that was taking a long time and a long time. And then I was like, oh, okay. Why is the cooler taking this long? Coolers aren't, you know, health pool filled monsters. Um, and then I found out that it was only multiplayer. And obviously, yes, there is a certain level of one player scaling in that. But I just don't think it's a good enough level of one player scaling like I've never been able to play any of the hub quests on my own because I find it way too much of a slog um, now maybe that's the weapon type I've chosen maybe that's I like um, part of it as that but it's me just, just like... not being good enough but yeah it's I, you're doing I, like... I just think there's there's too much health on those monsters it's it's less fun than the amount of health they have in the village mode so yeah it was it was disappointing to realize that there's nothing on offer here for your trad single player player monster hunter player um i know that's probably more of a niche market and not what they're trying to aim for but it, yeah it, it put me on a pretty bad um first impression with it um now that has been rectified since playing it with multiplayer like it's the same old fun in multiplayer um it's just sad that the single player element is somewhat lacking i've i don't know what you're on about i've played almost all of hub in this game in single yeah. player <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say it. I think part of it is like your weapon, Andy. I think part of it's like the weapon that you've chosen, which is Gunlance, which is like usually doesn't have like the big damage fucking moves. Yeah. Like, she's always kind of hamstrung one way or another in the games for some reason. 
and I think yeah, the, part of it is like your beat, refusal uh, to engage in the game. <laughs> the mechanics. <laughs> And being, I was oh, going to say, yeah, I was going to say, and being prepared for the quest properly. I have actually engaged a lot with the mechanics since, so obviously not quite. I mean, no, should have seen him like, like the other night. He's throwing off, he's sucking gun lads, ground splitters, and everything. Like I was shocked. <laughs> this is it. So I, I, did, I did the first follower quest, and it still took me like a full 20, 25 minutes, and I was just like, nah, I, I, I can't. Well, the follower quest is kind of it's slightly different, right, with those new follower quests because they're technically multiplayer, like scaled, like monster health. Correct. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, yeah, but obviously still. Because when I did my first one of that, it was like sixteen minutes, and I was like, Jesus. But now that I've adjusted yeah, and got a decent set, like I'm doing most of them in like ten minutes or less now, and that goes for follower quests and normal solo quests. Like, like Jas was saying there, it must be something to do with the weapon because I, I again I also finished that one in about like I think it was 13, 12, 13 minutes, so it must be the weapon that's maybe. Oh yeah, that's it. Probably, it, it probably is. Down. It's just yeah. But I do think I, I was also a little bit surprised booting up and seeing like it was all hub focused as opposed to having that village component. Yeah. Um, Again, it's I'm trying something different, isn't it? Like that's that's kind of we were saying the theater while we we're playing. Like, is them, I suppose, trying to change the form up a little bit and having your single player content being essentially multiplayer hunts with AI. Um, well, I don't think it's them trying something different. Take... Well, I mean that part is. Yeah. But the fact that it's all hub, I think, is them because um, Rise was being made kind of at the same time as World. Where a sunbreak, it feels like, was all made post-world and they've just gone for the world system. Mm. Correct, yes, which, which yeah. is very bad news for me. But, <laughs> you know. Have you tried any of the uh, follower quests yourself yet, Luke? Uh, no, I've barely played this game because I've been playing fucking Kingdom Hearts. Seems <laughs> 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 oh, like you're enjoying yourself. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Annoyingly, I am. (laughs) Andy and Jay were banging on about Kingdom Hearts, so I finally gave it a go. I think I'm turning into a Kingdom Hearts guy. It's about time. It's about time. (laughs) There we go. I'm only 20 years late. Goofy Flask coming soon. (laughs) Goofy Flask. (laughs) Brilliant. Oh, dearie me. So yeah, I I literally just beat the Tetranodon. I've done, I mean, I made the full Hermitor set, so I've done that, and then quickly did a Ludroth, and then mm-hmm. this morning did the Tetranodon, and that's where I'm at. I just like playing Monster Hunter, so I'm happy. I, well, I was half joking at the start, but I genuinely have just been hunting monsters for funsies since mm-hmm. Rise finished. So it's the best way to do it, man. Like that's that's your proper. Endgame, I know people like bang on like these days like to bang on about like Endgame and like multiplayer online games like but why would you need an Endgame oh, yeah, if you just a... enjoy playing the game in, in and of itself and like just like fighting different types of I monsters. still play Splatoon 2 to this day, they've added nothing new, I just mm. like playing the game. <laughs> like uh, like Reggie Feeds me once said, if the game is not fun, why bother? Yeah. But then he also said, I'm about kicking ass, I'm about taking names, and we're about making games, so you know. I thought you were going to mention his whole Donkey Kong, like Donkey Konga, like heresy thing. 
True, he did say that he didn't agree with Donkey Konga. Said that in the war. He also said, um, fuck Mother Free. I hope all Mother Free fans die in a fire. Um, he might not have said that, but that's that's how, that's how what I thought he said. <laughs> Very sad. <laughs> You're paraphrasing, of course. Yeah, for, for, for legal <laughs> for legal reasons, Reggie Fizemi did not say that. One place that Reggie's going to take down it's the Monster Mash podcast. I like you never place. know. He'll take all of our names and kick all of our asses. Okay. Yeah, I'm not want to put that on us. I think Reggie is a friend to mothers everywhere. Is <laughs> <laughs> that you essentially implying Reggie's a top shagger? <laughs> we all know Reggie's a top shagger. I wish to comment no further on the matter. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's it. We'll, we'll leave Reggie over. Take Reggie out of our mouths from then on. So I haven't seen Zamtrios yet in Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. But I did fight Zamtrios in Elden Ring. <laughs> Good segue. Elden Ring? Yeah, there's like... Is that the worst segue I've ever heard? <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised we've like not spoken about that yet at all. Like just like on to like Discord chats or anything. But like I haven't brought it up because I wanted to talk to you about it on here. Yeah. There was that... Elden Ring had some very monster There's a bosses. lot, yeah. There's a few bosses that are just like, I'm like, this is inspired by Monster Hunter. Like, the Falling Even Redan, right? It's basically Valstrax. Yeah. <laughs> the Falling Star Beast. Like, mm-hmm. the general kind of oh, field yeah. bosses. Like, it does a lot of, like, Tyrex-like moves. Like, dashing forward and back and, like, tail swipes and spinning around, like, 360. Like, yeah, this is well, I've always said when I play the From games, right, they needed to cool up Capcom and be like, hey, can you come and make our dragon fights for us? And this is the game that feels like they did that because the m- fighting monsters in Elden Ring is a lot better than it's ever been in a previous From game. Oh, I don't know about that. The dragon fights in Elden yeah, Ring were still very much. Shit. If you fight Forget them on your the horse, Elden. they're great. No, 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 no they're not. That is the. That, that I think it's very much it a good fight. That's how you're meant to fight dragons. Have you ever read any mythology? You fight them on horseback. I I it's a good fight. You're still just yeah. I kind of went like back and forth and just, just yeah. You joust, you joust them, smack yeah. them in the head, smack them in the leg. That's not a good no. fight. Yeah, it was. I had a lot of fun. I was trying to say like that. I just totally yeah, abused like, like the. No, you could like quick whistle fucking on the torrent, and like I used that like just basically as a way to quick dodge like the dragon. Like when I had to like run away, and then I'd run back in, hop off torrent, and then like. Get my combos in with my daggers. I can't move basically for a lot of the time. I, th- I definitely think you're blowing a lot of smoke up the Elden Ring dragons' arses by comparing them to any of the Monster Hunter fights. But they're they're not oh, as good the, as Monster the Hunter. Dragons, but definitely like, the best they've ever done. The ones that are that's, like that's, you're right about like, comparing it to fucking gaping dragon. That's not a fucking win. The ones that are the the bosses that are like Monster Hunter bosses in Elden Ring are like the Falling Star Beast, a bit of Redan. And like one of the Godskin Godskin Noble. Godskin Noble or Godskin Duo. 
like when they inflate up the Alexandria yours and do like kind of weird tail swipes and bounce about. How is that the comparison you were making, right? Yeah. I would yeah. never have guessed that in a million years. I thought that exactly like when I thought the gods could know about themselves. Like, it's like, oh, it's Sam Trios. Tell you what I can't do in Monster, though. Plane. I cannot clone myself and then beat up every monster with my clone and <laughs> validate the fight. <laughs> I'm glad I never I didn't use start. my clone until like the last three bosses because I was so attached to my jellyfish. I never used the mimic tier until they like patched it. I never knew about it. I never even had it until they'd already like patched it and made it weaker. But even though it's still ah. kinda good. And I only used it for like two or two Yeah, it's still kinda It's your like you said, you're cloning yourself like what if your build's like really fucking good, your your build times two. Yeah, that's right. My build was absolutely fine. But I think it was needed. Like I used it for like two fights, like Millennia and who's uh, the other fucking asshole that like summons like fucking knights to protect himself? Commander O'Neill. Commander O'Neill, that one. That's the two I used it in because I just I hate boss fights with mm-hmm. fucking ads. Really fucking hate them. So I'm like, yeah, I'm using my mimic here. Here. So I used it for Millennia and then the final boss. Because I'd already freed Aurelia. Send her home. I really like that basically all my favourite game series brought out a new one where you can ride a horse in the space of like 12 months. Or a dog or a deer. <laughs> dog. Monster deer. Hunter, Rise, Pokemon Legends and Elden Ring were like my three favourite series and they all did a cool new one with a steed. So now I can Which happily walk into the sea and die. <laughs> so that was our podcast. And if you found that drab, do not worry because next week... It is now time for crab. I came through. I just heard fucking noises. I knew, I knew, I knew what was coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't make it any better. Cut out like, a lot. It cut out a lot on Discord for me there. Like, it, it, it didn't matter. It. We all knew what it meant. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'll hear it on the recording. <laughs> Well, if you've enjoyed this podcast, you can find it on Twitter at Monster Mash Pod. We're also on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Make sure you like, like and subscribe, rate and review. Please do share this around. Tell your Monster Hunter loving friends. Retweet everything because we've been on hiatus and we're making our big comeback. Um, if you're joining us for the first time, hey, we did podcasts on all the monsters Monster Hunter Rise. Why not go back listen to them? Um, going forwards, you might not be getting quite as much Monster Mash in your ear holes. Um, main episodes will be coming out every other week. And we'll be putting out the hunts in a slightly longer form than we used to on the weeks in between. But if you need more of that good, good banter, why not check out our sister podcast, Game Game Show, the game show about games, which can be found on Twitter at Game Game Show. And it's also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everything like that. Um, and if you want to help support these podcasts, keep them online, find other podcasts made by me and my friends, you can go to patreon.com slash podcastiopodcastius. And uh, Jas, what can they tweet? Uh, and your man nine four nine this week. Mm.
can tweet at Animar949, tell him to stop eating churros and get better at playing solo quests and most of it will Sunbreak. I agree. And he's never going to stop eating churros. That's, That's the basic rule I live my life by. Churros or death. <laughs> churros, churros or death. Cake or death. Nice. Churros or death. <laughs> Alright, bye. Cheerio. Cheerio. Cheerio, see ya. <laughs>